I'm Giacomo Luca in Gridley. It's a project two and a half months in the making, but now FEMA is putting the finishing touches on a community for 400 families that will house campfire survivors. FEMA crews have cleared the 72-acre site running underground electric, sewer, water, and paved roads in a project costing in the tens of millions, building essentially an entire neighborhood in just two and a half months. Survivors will live in these one to four bedroom housing units that look like this. 300 have already been placed. They'll come fully furnished and will look similar to this inside. FEMA's project manager says crews have exceeded expectations because they know just how important it is. They're not walking between trailers. They're running from trailer to trailer to, to jump on the next project. You know, and, I, and, I, and that to me is pretty amazing to watch that kind of uh, enthusiasm to help get the, the project finished on, on that pace. For the past eight months, we've told you stories of those who have lost their homes in the wildfire and have since been living in hotels, shelters, or with family and friends. The first family will move in this afternoon and a majority over the rest of this weekend. Meanwhile, crews are ready to bring in the final 100 units to complete this project. I watched that and the only place my brain goes is not FEMA, thank you for creating these small little rinky-dink 100 square feet places for families to live that have been displaced because of a disaster. Where my mind automatically goes, how many of these fires and natural disasters have been contrived and purposely created? Globalists have said for the last 50 or 60 years that I've done research on with video clips saying if we control the weather, we control the world. It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather. And he who controls the weather will control the world. And Dane Wigington, we want to have him on the show this year, is all about geoengineering and exposing the lies and the corruption behind that. So how many of these storms have been created by the globalists to then force these families who've been displaced into these small little homes where FEMA then says, oh my gosh, the guys are doing a great job. They're building all this. Now the FEMA workers might be thinking, we got this. This is a good thing for us to be helping these people. What they might not realize that I truly believe at the core of the uh, agenda of all of this is that these people are purposely being displaced to go into small, organized, controlled environments. We're gonna have information coming up this year about smart cities. That will blow your mind if you don't know anything about that. So. I look at this and say they're saying one thing, promoting this message, but the opposite is actually the real reason for why these homes for safety and precaution and a backup plan for these poor families is actually being constructed. And I hope I'm wrong, but deep down inside, I believe that I'm not. They create the chaos to then come up with the solution, which just is enhancing their agenda with total takeover of America and the globe. Get ready for part two as we talk about some of the most essential things for our families to have on hand in the event of natural disasters or something that is created by our government. The PrepperJournal.com is a fantastic site that Pat Henry created several years ago. So get ready for more helpful tips from Pat Henry, editor of the Prepper Journal. You gotta be doing uh, pretty good. You got food, shelter, water, um, ready to rock and roll for anything that might hit America. 
What are your thoughts about this year in particular being an election year? Do you see a potential attack on American soil because of where we're headed? Uh, it's, it's hard to tell. I definitely see chaos. Uh, and I can see that manifesting itself in, in several ways. I mean, the government is already called um, uh, like the, the Patriot Movement, you know, um, domestic terrorism, uh, the January 6th uh, protest, essentially, that was was so much more tame than any of the the protests that we saw over 2020 uh, has, has just been declared, you know, like a second um, 9-11. So I think there's an opportunity for the election to cause chaos in a way where either real or manufactured government has uh, an excuse to clamp down on people that they deem are, are posing a threat. And so that does have me, you know, kind of watching out for what's happening. Absolutely. And your platform, your mission, vision, your podcast, which is fantastic, The Prepper Journal, and also your website, which once again is thepreppergjournal.com, is and was created for such a time as this to help people get prepared for what's to come. It was not by accident that God called you to this. Um, to dig right into part two here, if you haven't seen part one, watch it. It says the stage for part two. Pat, what are some of the most essential things for our families to have on hand in the event of natural disasters? You went through a little bit in part one. Can you reiterate and add a little bit more part two? Sure, sure. So I think, you know, uh, we live in a, as 2020 showed, we live in a, a just-in-time society. So we're too well comfortable with going to the store to grab things that we don't have or that we need. And I think one of the key tenants of prepping is that you have to be prepared with these things that your family needs on hand so that if you're not able to go to the store, if there's a blizzard or there's a power outage or there's uh, a wildfire, that you have the items that your family needs to stay alive. And those items are very similar to anyone else uh, and they're very common. So it's food, water, shelter, and I say security and, and um, you know, food is, is very obvious, you know, have some food on hand. The more you have, the better, but it needs to be food that's non-perishable. And this can be uh, something that you do not rely on electricity for. Water, having water stored on hand, a lot of people will store like a case of water and that's good, but really you need to think about the average person needs about a gallon of water per day. So yes. that's for, hydration as well as cleanliness and you know for food preparation and that's only if you're not sweating your tail off all day you know outside working so that one gallon a person is is a good minimum but you figure if you have a family of four four gallons a day 20 gallons a week you know that starts to add up so more important to that i think is having a method to get clean water after you run out. So that's where water filtration or methods to make your water safer come in. And then And you shared about shelter. that in episode um, number one too. So if people want more information about that, watch episode number one where Pat goes into detail. One more quick thing about water that I thought about as we're talking. We have a rain barrel. Would you advise, mm -hmm. no matter where you live, especially in the city where you can't get access to you know a well or dig a well in your backyard, could you have a, a rain barrel at the edge of your roof to catch water that way? 
Oh, sure. Rain, and rain barrels are one of the best ways to catch water. So you're, the square footage of your roof, you know, you figure if you have an average American home, you're probably pulling 50 gallons uh, off of your roof in, in rainwater just with a, you know, a couple inches of rain. So yep. it's an amazing way to collect a lot of water off your roof. The only, um, the only thing with that, though, is that water is going to be dirty because of the asphalt, birds, you know, you know, you know, poop on the gutter. So you want to have a way to clean that water, but it's still, yeah, a rat might fall in there. I mean, you never know, but yeah, rain barrel is an amazing way to collect and capture and store a lot of water very quickly. I know people that are not familiar with these topics might be saying, oh my gosh, where do we start? What do I need in my go bag? How do we get that? Your prepper journal, I just want to tell people right now, check it out. It's uh, the Prepper Journal on podcasters, basically Spotify. Go to Spotify, check out the Prepper Journal or any major podcasting platform. Check out the PrepperJournal.com for more info. More with Pat Henry right after this important word from our sponsors. Here are seven signs you may have a parasite. My biggest issue, because I did have parasites, was teeth grinding, skin irritation, and unexplained digestive issues. The other indication that you could have a parasite is eating after 7 p.m. and craving sugar. My name is Kim. I'm the worm queen and the inventor of the Parify kit. Let's go over it. Parify, it's your parasite cleanse. Sustain, it's your candida and your bad bacteria cleanse. Metal flush, it's your heavy metal detox. Cinnabon, it's your binder. You take Parify and metal flush three times a day and sustain two times a day. You can take them all together. The kit comes with instructions. Cinnabon is your binder and you take that at night. We have a nut-free option. We ship worldwide. The Parify kit is for ages three and up. Use Tina as your 10% discount code. Find it on rogersu.com. Jay's case is a pack of five antibiotics. We put these antibiotics together very purposefully. They were curated in a way that covers the most common as well as the most deadly bacterial infections that you might encounter. In addition, it includes a guidebook to the safe use of the medications that is written in a way that's accessible for most people to be able to look up what their symptoms are and what the proper medication is to take. The idea behind the Jace case is to allow everyone to be better prepared medically, to be empowered to care for themselves. Since the pandemic began, our healthcare industry has had to transform. From receiving medication to physician visits, everything changed. Jace Medical is dedicated to providing proper access to medications before you need them. This protects against issues during travel or disruptions with supply chains, natural disasters, and other emergency situations that have proven to overwhelm our healthcare system. Secure your own supply of medication with ease and peace of mind. Use code TINA for a discount at jacemedical.com. Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and micro microwave radiation, from Faraday bags, earthing bed sheets, Wi-Fi router covers, 
hats, scarves, bed sanctuaries. This will not be going away anytime soon. We will continue to see only faster speeds, 6G, 7G, and more exposure to EMF than any time in our history. Start protecting yourself now. Go to redemptionshield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code TINA and save 10%. Redemptionshield.com. Okay, and I know you want to talk about shelter, but I got a little curveball question. In part one, we talked about the reasons why you would never want to go to a FEMA camp, that FEMA is trying to uh, be under the guise of run to us, come to us for safety and protection and food and shelter and all the rest, where I believe it's the exact opposite. It's a massive trap. And you explain more detail of that in part one. So if we don't want to go to FEMA and a natural or contrived disaster that I believe will be happening here very soon, that'll uh, make COVID look like it was nothing. I think it's going to be that substantial, possibly even this year because election year, and FEMA says, come to us. We have over a thousand FEMA camps now around the country. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Um, come to us mm. for food, shelter, yada, yada. If we don't want to go there because we are using our discernment and we don't feel safe where we currently are in our house, we might be in an HOA um, subdivision. We might be in the middle of a city where there's millions of people around us where a pan uh, pandemic, you know, chaos might erupt and there's a lot of rioting. What would you suggest to do as quickly as possible? Because I can see the roads being blocked, martial law. What would you suggest to do in those type of scenarios where people need to be prepared to leave in a moment's notice? A, a go bag. We have a couple go bags ready to go. Can you give us some insight of what to do, where to go, how to have an emergency um, plan with our family in case we're not even in the same home when that happens? Husband's at work, mom's at home, kids are in school. How can we gather and run? Sure. So it's 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 something that um, you know I've I've thought a lot about. Um, having a go bag is is your best and uh, easiest solution to be able to leave your home at a mo moment's notice. But and and that go bag gives you everything you need to to you know to do what we said you know so food water i mean i mean to collect water and filter water shelter you know a sleeping bag or a tarp at, at a bare minimum to protect you from the elements and you know hopefully some method of security but i don't generally recommend people planning to leave their home after a, an ev event like that and never go back and the reasons for that are um are several you know first of all going out and living in the woods even if you know every berry and mushroom that's ever been created you're not going to have enough calories to to, to live on mm. uh, and that's all situationally dependent upon what time of year you're going out there if it's the winter what are you going to forage for um, all the pine needle tea in the world is not going to keep you safe. So I I think that my preference, and, and obviously if there's a nuclear war or a flood or whatever, you know, sometimes you can't go back home. But if you have to leave your home temporarily and hide with the, with the thought of going back to your home where all your supplies are, I think that is one of the plans that I like to personally ascribe to, just because you will never have a better home field advantage than your home. Uh, you know, that's where you, you know, you know, your supplies are safe, you have shelter, you have uh, security and you have somewhat of an idea of what's going on. Uh, yes, you could have to leave and, and never come back. And that's why having a go bag or some people call it an inch bag. I'm never 
I'm, I'm never coming home. Uh, some people, you know, plan to just walk out the door with a 50 pound rucksack on their back. And that, that may work for you, but for the majority of people, I don't think it's realistic. So my plan is to have a, have a way that if I have to leave the house temporarily, I can, but my goal is to always come back home where all my supplies are and use that as my base of operations. If someone doesn't even know where to start when it comes to prepping and preparing and they're feeling, feeling overwhelmed here, what do you recommend? Obviously go to your website, but are there the first couple of steps that people can tackle to breathe through the process? Sure. Uh, you know, I, I recommend um, there's a lot of content out there. I recommend, you know, starting to get familiar with the concepts of, of, of prepping. And, and they're basically what is what do you need to do if you're the only person that you can depend upon? Um, and this this works for. Uh, a, a young single guy or a, a woman. This also works for a family of three. It also works for an elderly couple. What do you need every day to to basically make your life, you know, uh, safe and secure? And and just take steps to start making sure that you can depend on yourself to acquire these things or take take care of these things that you need to live uh, in order that you don't have to worry about someone else. So it it could be. You know, it could be money if you are younger and you're worried about loss of a job, you know, so, so start saving. If it's a family and you're worried about feeding your kids or or keeping them sheltered in the wintertime, you know, look at alternate sources for heat. Uh, if it's an elderly couple and you know that you have certain medications um, that you can't live without for three days, you know, talk to your doctor about stocking up on some of those things. It's just looking at your life and everyone's different, but looking at your life from a standpoint of what do I need to do to be able to take care of myself? It makes complete sense. And um, I think it's so critical in this day and age to be ready for anything. And what's nuts is, you know, I wasn't alive when World War II happened, and that wasn't even really here. Pearl Harbor, but that affected a section of the U.S., not the whole country. 9-11, it affected the whole country, but it was smaller scale than a world war on American soil. Mm -hmm. So we have never seen as a nation a massive world war in our time or even on American soil to even think about the fact that it could happen here. And mm -hmm. because we don't think it could happen here, many people are thinking, well, it's not going to ever happen. We have a great country. We're not going to have to worry about that. And they don't even prepare. And yet what makes me worried is every year that goes by, more and more people of the older generation that saw it, were a part of it, fought for our behalf, for our freedoms that were involved in a war, they know what could happen on American soil. Our generation and younger have no clue. Um, so to be prepared is absolutely critical, and that's why I believe the globalists are planning to attack this precious uh, country on a massive scale um, in this day and age, because they know a majority of Americans don't even have a clue um, about what's to come and how to even prepare. So your information critical mm -hmm. once again. What do you think God would say to people that would rather die than hide, fight, or survive? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And um, it's one that I've had with my wife personally. Um, I don't know what, what God would say, but I think God gives us this spirit of survival for a reason mm. i don't think he i don't think wow. he wants people to give up generally um and my wife 
and I had the same conversation because when I, when I first got into prepping, uh, I was motivated by the worst scenarios possible. And, and I would share these with my wife and like, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And, you know, we need to get, you know, we need to buy this silver and, you know, we need to buy these guns and have this safe. And my wife was saying the same thing. She's like, I don't want to live if the world is that bad. I don't want to live. And, and it took a long time for me to talk her through how that's just not, God does not give us a spirit of fear. He does not, he does not give us a spirit of giving up. He, he, he tells us to be ready. He's like, have a sword, you know, I mean, we are supposed to, to do what we can. Um, and I look at that as part of my rationale for wanting to stay alive and, and, and on a, uh, a ridiculously tangent, uh, a ridiculous tangent, you know, the, the books, um, oh, uh, what were the books? The, uh, oh, that came out a while back. It was all talking about the rapture. I read all those books and I, I uh, was more attuned to the people fighting the good fight after the rapture had happened than the ones that were taken up. I was like, I want to be on the end fighting to the very end. And I look at that somewhat as my family is like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm not giving in. You're not taking me out. If you do, you do, but you're not going to do it easy. The following is a life-saving message brought to you by LifeVac. Hi, I'm Arthur Lee, CEO, inventor of the LifeVac. Did you know that over 30 children a day are rushed to the hospital due to a choking emergency? That's why it's imperative to have a LifeVac nearby. It's made in the USA. LifeVac is an emergency suction device that is patented, FDA registered, and has successfully saved over a thousand lives already. Hear it from a real life saved. I tell people, LifeVac saved my baby. I had the skills, I had the training, it didn't work. The LifeVac is simple to use. Just place, push and pull to suction the object from the airways. Avoid the ER or worse, get your life-saving LifeVac now. Choking emergencies happen. Get your very own LifeVac now and get 20% off. Visit lifevac.net or call 877-LIFEVAC now. We have four principles. First Amendment, Second Amendment, right to life, military and first responders. My name's Scott, I'm with Patriot Mobile. What is going on with all the woke companies in this country? It seems like everybody has completely lost their minds, right? No more. This is called voting with our dollars. We need to start prioritizing our beliefs and our values over convenience and comfort. And this is why companies like Patriot Mobile are so important right now. If you have a place to go put your money, you always want to put it with somebody that's like mine. Of course. I think that's the, that's the beauty of Patriot Mobile. We're a conservative alternative. My pronouns are Bible believer, gun carrier, and mama bear. We are the nation's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Switch today at PatriotMobile.com. For free activation, use promo code TINA. With your website, people can take content off of there and have like groups of their friends come over. I'm just thinking of ideas here where you all gather together, uh, five or six couples, more couples if you want, a crowd, and go through your articles, go through uh, your podcast, but then dig up info and then share in a circle 
you know, who's got this, who's got that, and kind of network together to find out, especially in their neighborhoods. Can you give us more insight on what people can do so they're not alone and they're joining forces with people around them to be planned and prepped using your website? Can you give us more thoughts and ideas on that? And the website sure. is the prepperjournal.com, everybody. We're going to go there right now as Pat's giving us some ideas. Sure. So, you know, and we talk about this um, in prepping circles. It's this, you know, mutual assistance group. Uh, and it's basically people that are like-minded. This can be family. Most logically, it's family. Uh, it could be friends that you've gone to, you know, high school or college with, but, you know, people that you met at church, people that are just aligned with your values and, and you know, see some of the same things that you see. All of these, absolutely excellent. People can fly through your website, get what they need that pertains to their family, the prepperjournal.com. Pat, thank you for today. Thank you for putting your life on the line. Give your wife a high five from me. I'm, I'm right there with her. I went from, I just want to die to, we've got to thrive and save as many lives as possible in the end times. Um, thank you for your diligence on keeping forward here for the last couple of decades on pushing this content out there and just doing what God's called you to do. Not many people are doing what you're doing and not pe many people are willing to talk about it. So thank you for being um, willing to do both and follow God's leading on that. Um, go to counterculturemom.com to watch all eight episodes and then not just for yourself, share it. Let people know we have a podcast that's all on the website, counterculturemom.com. If you want to donate to our cause, we would love that. Click on the pink donate button, top of the page. You rock. Keep at it, Pat. Great to know you and talk with you today. Everybody out there, keep at it, make a difference, and share this message with the masses. Thanks a lot, Pat. Mm -hmm.